If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. It's early on a Monday morning in August. Your backpack's full of brand new spiral notebooks, textbooks, and number two pencils. But it's not weighing you down because today's the first day of high school and you brought your A-game. You double knot your brand new sneakers, adjust the rubber bands on your braces, and throw open the doors to your high school. You strut towards your locker and smile at your crush, and they smile back. This is going to be your year! but you're so busy looking at your crush that you crash into your math teacher spilling her coffee all over you. Your outfit ruined and everyone's staring. Everyone that is except your crush who is kissing someone else? No! Don't worry, this can still be your year. Today's lesson, how to survive high school. And if you can survive high school, you can survive anything. Hello and welcome to Survivor Die Trying, the podcast where we'll learn to survive anything and everything life can throw at you. I'm Cameron Esposito, comedian, actor, writer, and survival expert. With the help of some amazing guests, I'll guide you through some of life's stickiest situations, from hurricanes to bad breakups, no topic is off the table, and we'll bring you tips and tricks every week with a new episode out each Wednesday. But before we start, I do need to say this show is for entertainment purposes only. Experts say we are not experts. It's August, and I think we all know that that means back to school. Like, honestly, it still does for me. That's true. I feel that way every year, and I'm feeling it now, and I can't wait to go pick out my backpack for the year. Just kidding. I've had the same backpack for, like, the last 10 years, and it is disgusting. Uh, We are going to talk about high school today and surviving it. I mean, sure, our other episodes are about robots taking over the world, lightning, plane crashes, but this one's worse, <laughs> perhaps, perhaps more um, long-term effects. If I survive a plane crash, I assume I'm better the next day. High school, I am still doing stand-up about high school. So come on, obviously impactful. Okay, uh, uh, first, I want to welcome producer Chelsea back to the show. Chelsea, what table did you sit at? Come on, we're, who jocks? Preps. Okay. Popular. My high school, it was 4,000 kids, so it was really big. So it wasn't so clean cut. But I think people just didn't really know what to do with me because I was like a mathlete. I was like a geek, but I was also in theater. But I was also like kind of with the popular kids. So I think everybody was just like, we don't know what to do with her. So we'll just allow her to be here. You were a mathlete? Yeah. Like Lindsay Lohan? Yeah, big time. In Mean Girls? Like exactly like Lindsay Lohan in Mean Girls. <gasps> this is precisely thrilling news. Also, wonderful guest for today's show. You've seen him on The Late Late Show with James Corden, which he also wrote for. Dylan Adler, please say hello to the masses. (laughs) Hello, masses. Thank you for having me to talk about a very triggering subject. (laughs) Absolutely. Dylan, what, (laughs) what table did you sit at? It wasn't a table. I sat in a music practice room 
There we go. There we we go. go. With non-threatening theater (laughs) anime kids. We ate lunch in a music practice room and we made the music practice room smelled like eggs permanently. (laughs) Um, Neither of you asked me what table I said. Is it because it's so so obvious? (laughs) Obviously, you were the bully jock who terrified everyone. (laughs) (laughs) What table? What table did you sit at? Um... I wasn't a bully, but I was a jock. Maybe this is just at Catholic school. I don't know. Like popular good kids. Like that's a thing where it's like you don't drink, you're a jock, you're friends with everybody. I was like on student government and stuff. So everybody knew who I was. I was also. Yeah. Because I was constantly running for public office. (laughs) And also (laughs) because I was um, the mascot of the football team and I was dating the captain of the football team. And I played three sports. So I was a very... What? I think I was a very recognizable person on campus. Also, I looked really fucked up. (laughs) By which I mean... (laughs) When I was a freshman, I had long symmetrical hair and I wore like knee socks and like platform Steve Madden's. They had like uniform skirts that were really short and stuff. I had a white belt that I wore with them. That was illegal. You couldn't even wear the color white as your shoes. I also had a black eye for a lot of senior year because I had been laying on the floor next to a pool table. Uh, My boyfriend was playing pool and the ball jumped off the table and (gasps) hit me in the face. And I also had gray hair because I was a swimmer and I had bleached my hair over the summer. Blue-gray hair, a black eye, and white steel-toed boots. Classic look. (laughs) A lot to unpack. A lot to unpack unpack there. And in fact, we're going to do that and we're going to unpack high school, how to survive, how to get the perfect outfit, how to ace your classes, how to win over your crush. Plus, as always, we'll play a game of Thrive Survivor Take a Dive, where we'll ask how celebrities would fare if they went back to school after summer vacation. All that and more coming right up. We'll be back after this. There's a lot happening these days. But I have just the thing to get you up to speed on what matters, without taking too much of your time. The 7 from the Washington Post is a podcast that gives you the 7 most important and interesting stories, and we always try to save room for something fun. You get it all in about 7 minutes or less. I'm Hannah Jewell. I'll get you caught up with The 7 every weekday. So follow The 7 right now. If you're looking for a smoking gun, I can absolutely guarantee you, you will not find it. In October 2001, a series of letters filled with a deadly powder called anthrax were dropped into the U.S. mail system. What started as an unprecedented case turned into an unsettling mystery. Who sent these deadly letters, and why? From Campside Media and Sony Music Entertainment, I'm Josh Dean, and this is Cover Up Season 4, The Anthrax Threat. Available now. Okay, we're back and we're going to start by talking about pop culture, moments of surviving high school and pop culture. Now, honestly, Chelsea, I think you killed it with this list. Ferris Bueller's Day Off, do you feel like either of you had a movie that was like what you hoped your high school experience would be? That is what I hoped my high school experience would be. I can say Mean Girls was the high school experience I had. I don't think it was what I hoped. There's something, I I think, very true about Mean Girls, and that's why it's so successful. Were you bullied? Were people shitty to you? Oh, yeah. Girls were so mean to me. 
Like the coolest girl in school found out who I was asking to the snowball dance and called and asked him first. <gasps> what? Just to like be mean to me. Shh. Yeah. I I feel like all my bullies wanted to fuck me. So I'm like, yeah. they're obsessed. Did you feel very specifically targeted? Um, yes. Well, I felt by like sexual attention and also by bullying. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, they can't keep their eyes off me. I do think one of my bullies is definitely a closeted gay person to this day. Mm-hmm. I'm convinced. And also there were other people who like came out as gay later who were like specifically were targeted by this one person. And I'm like, there is there is something going on with Beep. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> say his name and yes. social security number. I feel like for me, I don't know what it's like to be a dude in high school and have a crush on some other guy. Like, I will tell you if you are me in high school and you have a crush on one of your girlfriends, it's the opposite. You p- put yourself forever in her servitude. <laughs> It is like, there is not one, no bullying leaves your lips. It's all devotions. You find out what kind of candy she likes. You drop it off on her windshield. You make sure that it's there when she's leaving school. You definitely memorize the pants that she likes at guess. They're purple jeans. They're $200. You save up for them. You give them to her for her 16th birthday. That's what it's like. It's a different experience than we're talking about. Absolutely. That is so sweet, actually. It was, yeah, it was cute. Did you Did you both have, did you have loves in high school? I was perpetually having crushes on my straight guy <laughs> friends. I wouldn't say I like gave them candy or treats and whatnot. I just, I just wanted to be in their pants. A treat in and of itself. Yeah. Yeah. I would also have crushes from afar. One guy I had a crush on and I never talked to. And I went so far as to, he was a rower, right? So I joined the school newspaper. I joined the school newspaper and I asked to cover sports. Uh And then I started covering sports and then I asked to cover rowing. Like that's how many steps I took to have an excuse to talk to this guy. And we talked one time. Instead of just going up and talking to him, I had 12 steps. 12-step program to get to admire your ambition absolutely how am i the one of us that this is true for but i i definitely dated in high school did you not date did you maybe too sexually repressed i mean i i wasn't out as gay so i I don't think i did i did not date in high school this is only wild because like now i'm i feel as if i'm speaking on behalf of the team (laughs) let me tell you about dating in high school um I had two boyfriends, and oh my God. one of them was my first boyfriend. He was extremely cute. He was the center on the basketball team. He was on a touring dance team troupe, but not like, but like they would do the in sync dances and stuff. Oh my God. <laughs> Those are intricate dances. He, I wouldn't undercut that. Yeah, definitely. That's a talented guy. Yeah. He's playing sports. Yep. Yeah. He's artsy. Yeah. Yep. So he was fucking mm. sick. Also, he was in a band. What? He was in a band, and I and he played the bass. Oh, God. <laughs> and I would go to see his shows. He was awesome. He wore a rainbow belt. He was so cool. Cool guy. <laughs> no, is he still around? Yeah, please. Who is this guy? I have no idea where he is, but he was a cool artsy dude. That was my first boyfriend. I broke up with him. <gasps> then my second boyfriend came in the picture. My second boyfriend was 
the opposite of my first boyfriend in that he was an amazing athlete. So, like, he played football. That's enough. But he was so good at football that they also asked him to be on the track team. They just were like, just run at the meets, if you would please. <laughs> Cameron, how have you dated more men than I have? Like, cooler men than I have? I don't know. Those aren't even my, those and aren't more even of them. my only men that I've dated. Come on. Yeah. Chelsea, get I, your shit together. I do need to get my shit together because those guys sound great. Because I spent a lot of my social time with these dudes. And right. were you two spending time with friends? I have an identical gay twin brother. Um, so me and him Dylan, would just... you have been burying the fucking lead. <laughs> that is a I high know, school right? dream. <laughs> Actually, the opposite. No? Um, okay. It was <laughs> like... <laughs> because we were both in the closet, we were like oh. fighting each other because we didn't like that we were each reflection of of what we didn't like and suppressed. But then oh after God, we each totally. came out to each other, then we became really close and good friends. Um, but for a while, it was just a lot of epic battles in the house. Jesus Christ. That's a lot to carry through high school. It wasn't easy, but looking back, I didn't know that I was gay. So like dating those guys, I just was super confused about why other people felt things they were talking about feeling. Like I said, those were like my best friends, but I didn't want to make out with them that much. Right, 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 <laughs> um, right. There was like one particular woman who was my good friend who I was like in love with, but I didn't talk to her about as much stuff because I think I felt very like protective of that relationship and like would she reject me you know this is the person I was like dropping off candy for her and it was all like very backwards but I didn't know that's what was going on I didn't have to like try to not tell but what you're talking about Dylan sounds so wild because like for you and also your brother like you mm -hmm. also having to like protect your brother in that way that is so much fucking pressure and gay twins is like that's a that's an unusual thing yeah usually it's like it's pretty common for there to be one, right? Yes. Statistically speaking. When it's identical yeah. twins, the probability of the other being gay is 60%. So if it's identical and one it's twin so is gay, there's a 60% chance that the other twin will also be gay. I know some gay twins that have a band that is called Tegan and Sarah. Absolutely. And they, have a, <laughs> they have a show. I love about their show. being gay twins in high school. I do love Tegan and Sarah. I love that yeah. show. Yeah. Wow, Dylan. High school's tough. You really just, everybody gets put through the ringer. Yeah, I, I mean, come on. Mm. Oh, yeah. Chelsea, what about friends? Did you have friends you told anything to? Because what was that like? <laughs> yeah, well, I will say, I think I was so busy in high school. My high school had a culture of exceptionalism. Mm. Our classes started at 7 in the morning. I was in class from 7 in the morning until 3 p.m. I would do homework during my lunch period, usually because there was, like, so much to do. I was in like five APs and working all day. And then I would go to rehearsal from like three to six. And then I would go home and I would do homework until like 10. Yeah. And then I would do it all over again. We were working so hard. And that was the expectation, I think, yeah, for a lot of Yeah, you know what? Kids. Maybe that's also a lot more about the friendship stuff that I was talking about, too. I went to high school where it was a Catholic school, but it was like you had to like take a test to get in sort of a thing. And it was very, right, right, right. It was very competitive. And... I look back on it and it's like kind of wild. And a lot of it involved just like memorizing passages of Shakespeare. 
And um, that doesn't come up a ton in my life, except that I can still recite passages of Shakespeare. So like it only comes up in my life in that I bring it up um, because it's a fun party trick. Tomorrow and tomorrow and tomorrow mm-hmm. <laughs> creeps in this fatty pace <laughs> from day to day. Yes. Oh, good. The last syllable of forgotten time. This is good. And all our yesterdays have lighted fools the day to dusty death. Out, out, brief candle. <gasps> Life it's, is but is a poor player who struts and frets her time upon the stage and then is hurt no more. Sorry, Dylan, but this is... To be or not to be, that is the question. Whether it is nobler in the mind as ever the slings or arrows of a weary life, girls. What is wrong with us? <laughs> Honestly, that kind of rocks. I'm glad we still retain that. Mm-hmm. All the suffering in high school, at least, we still got that yeah. in our back pockets. So this is the overlap. I was trying to find it. I was like, what is it? Friendship? Dating? Is it sports we played? No. We have none of that in common. But, but we all three of us can simultaneously <laughs> yell Shakespeare at each other. Perfect. We will be back with actual survival advice in just a moment. Okay, I'm thrilled with the source of this info, Chelsea. This is from a Seventeen Magazine article entitled, What You Need to Know to Have the Best School Year Ever. Now, Seventeen Magazine, a pretty formative part of my high school experience. Uh, Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then if you were 12 in in my era, you had to read Seventeen. But then by the time you were 17, you had to be reading Cosmo. Exactly. I was going to bring then, up Cosmo because exactly. Cosmo. And then Cosmo, by the way, at that time was like straight up only giving sex tips. Like I don't 100%. know what else was in there. It was wall to wall blowjob tips that like my sixteen year old sister was reading, just being like, "All right, thanks, adult group of adults." <laughs> I believed them all. By the way, they're all insane. I just thought everybody was doing that stuff all the time. Like, clearly, Wait. everyone's doing these sex tricks all the time. And I'm the weird one. <laughs> this is the moment where I realized they're all insane. <laughs> because, yeah. well, I really never had sex with men, even though I was dating them. The last time I thought about those tips, I thought they were real. Then I started dating women, and I've never come back around to evaluate whether or not they're real. You're saying don't, like, ice the scrotum or whatever was yeah. in there. <laughs> yeah, they're literally like, put numbing cream in your mouth and then give head. That is what they're like. Wake your guy up in the middle of the night by starting to give him. I'm like, I'm going to get kneed in the face. That's also sexual assault. Yes, that's also sexual assault. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going to like start sucking on my boyfriend's dick. At t- set an, Literally set an alarm for two in the morning and start sucking on your boyfriend's dick. Surprise him, girly. You are also right, though, that there's a lot of, like, outside elements that needed to be brought in for these sex tips. Like, a lot of, like, creams or ice (laughs) or various fruits. I guess they had to come up with stuff to print, right? So eventually they're like, well, what's in the room? I don't know. (laughs) Uh, What could they do with Gatorade? (laughs) Dylan, where'd you learn about sex? I learned about it from porn um, that I was mm. watching on my computer. I was. How old are you, Dylan? Twenty six. Oh my god, that's what's going on. Can I tell you a story? It's from the distant past. When I would have been in high school, there was one family computer. Oh, mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is another way that you can miss being a homosexual is not having any access to porn. Yeah, or just exposure. Just like not <laughs> yeah. knowing that you liked it better. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. like porn was not a part of my life until post college. Yeah, we had cell phones in high school. It's like right when people started having yeah. cell phones. Right. Yeah. So But not like you could nice look up ones, right? I had an iPhone in high school. What? Right? <laughs> Yeah. Mm. Middle school okay, was like a yeah, flip yeah, phone. Yeah, yeah. Middle yeah, school was like yeah, a razor. Yeah, and then by yeah. high school, we could look up porn on our phones. Okay. Right? Yeah. So, oh, for sure. Yeah. Well, <laughs> then I don't even know what to say about this Seventeen Magazine article because um, some of the suggestions have been wiped away by the fact that you could just look at porn. Um, here are some other tips. Number one, go to school with a new hairstyle. Dylan, what are you thinking for this year? You know, I'm thinking uh, maybe I'll do frosted tips. I mean, my (gasps) hair is already kind of, my hair is already kind of like that from all the chlorine from all the swim practice. But maybe I'll just go full frosted tip. Absolutely. Chelsea, what are you going to start the year with? I think I'm going to dye my hair for the first time. So I'm going to be blonde. I'm going to come back to school blonde all the (gasps) time. You're going to come to school blonde? (laughs) But you are famously not blonde. I'm going to (laughs) lie. Are you crazy? <laughs> you have to think about the consequences. I know I'll have wow. to do it for the rest of my life. Yeah. <laughs> Every three months. Oh. I love that. I'm thinking about changing my hairstyle by going short. I'm sure I'll go back long after that. Because <laughs> yeah. you know how I love long hair. Right. Anyway, now you're going to have to have some quotes to write in your notebook. Things that can, like, really help get you through the day. Favorite quotes. They can be famous quotes. They can be, like, quotes you thought up. So um, what are you going to put up in your locker? For me, I would choose the lyrics from the incredible, inspiring Lindsay Lohan. And the lyrics would be, I'm sick of rumors starting. I'm sick of being (laughs) followed. I'm sick of people lying, saying what they want about me. Why can't they back up off me? Why can't they let me live? I'm going to do it my way. Take this for what it is. And that's going to be plastered on my desk. I'm actually going to listen to that as soon as we're done recording here. Yeah, the best. Um, Such a good point. Now, what quote or inspiration am I going to put in my locker? Well, if it's high school, I have a raging eating disorder, so probably the food pyramid or something else equally (laughs) as unhelpful. Um, Anyway, other tips include stop crushing from afar. Get in there. Ask them about their summer when you pass them in the hall. Dylan, who are you asking out and how is it going to go? Oh my <laughs> God. Okay. So I really would lust for the guitar player at my jazz band. So I'd go up to him and be like, beep. Hey, you want to <laughs> go and get some Spamusubi with me after school, yes. and then maybe we could talk about Dizzy Gillespie and stuff. You know, wow, that is an unmissable date. I'll go on that right. date today. <laughs> right, <laughs> Chelsea? Who are you going to ask out? And how's it going to go? I'm going to ask out Andrew Tryhoff, who was one of the cooler kids in school, and also had a mm. twin. I think their powers were amplified because they were twins. They were super popular, but it's because there were two of them, partially. I'm going to ask him. I wouldn't even know how to ask out a guy now. I'm going to ask him to walk to the Starbucks with me after school near campus so everyone will see us out together. I mean, you don't know how to ask out a guy now? Just do what you just did. (laughs) Want to walk to Starbucks with me? Yeah, Yeah, but don't laugh. (laughs) 
Okay, sorry. You can't sorry. laugh during it. <laughs> Just <laughs> land, come on, land it. You got it. Want to walk to Starbucks with me? Now there it is. Uh, I'm saying yes. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> okay. There, we're going to end on a really good one. This is the final instruction for how to come back to school after having an amazing <laughs> summer. Get a crazy fun Manny. <laughs> it did say that in the article. There was a picture of somebody with their Manny and it was red and they were all patterned different. Like oh, get patterns on your manicure. Really Got like, it. Okay. Do the art on your manicure. Don't just get a manicure. Do the art. Live a little. Okay, so what would be the art that you're getting on your nails, Chelsea? I'm going to get Shakespeare on all of my yes, nails. Yes. Really tiny. The tomorrow and tomorrow really and tomorrow tiny. monologue across. Yeah. 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 Dylan, what about you? What would you get on your nail art? I would get the lyrics to Fall Out Boys. Am I more than you bargained wow. for yet? On my Everybody's nails. Everybody's nail art here requires a, a magnifying glass. And for me, I'm actually not going to get nail art. It's just mm. if I go off my bipolar medication, that mani is going to be crazy and fun. I don't even <laughs> actually have to get a manicure to bring those two things to the table. <laughs> it's a crazy fun year. Just a crazy Your whole person is crazy fun and fun. Year. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, Dylan, I mean, we've solved it. I think that I've never felt more confident in returning to high school. I'm so glad also that you not only joined us, but like got the fuck out of a situation where you and your brother have to be secretly gay twins. So much better to be publicly yeah. gay so twins. So much better to be publicly gay than secretly gay twins. To any gay mm-hmm. twins out there, don't be secretly gay twins. Be publicly gay twins. Who cares about the consequences, faggots? And to any straight twins out there, you're a disappointment. Come out as gay anyway. You're exactly. born. Make it fun. To the Trihoffs, if you're listening. The twins from yes. my high school. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Come out and grab some of these extra yeah. lights. Okay. That goes out to the Sprouse <laughs> twins as well. Yeah. Well, thank you so much for being here, Dylan. And thank you uh, for having Chelsea me. and I are going to solve the rest of it, but like we couldn't have done it without you. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it a lot. Thank you. I'm Nick Friedman. I'm Lee Alec Murray. And I'm Leah President. And this is Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect. We're a new show breaking down the anime and pop culture news you care about each and every week. I can't think of a better studio to bring something like this to life. Yeah, I agree. We're covering all the classics. If I don't know a lot about Godzilla, which I do, but I'm trying to pretend (laughs) that I don't right now. Hold it in, hold on. And our current faves. Luffy must have his due. (laughs) And we agree on some things, but not on everything. Oof. I remember, what was that? (laughs) Say what you're going to say and I'll circle back. Listen to Crunchyroll Presents The Anime Effect every Friday, wherever you get your podcasts. And watch full video episodes on Crunchyroll or the Crunchyroll YouTube channel. What if you could become stronger, more resilient, cure disease, and all you have to do is get naked in the cold? and breathe. You get into ice water, and instead of like freaking out, you relax. It's called the Wim Hof Method, and Gwyneth Paltrow and Justin Bieber love it. I do the ice plunge because it's good for your body. But there's also a dark side. How many people have died doing the Wim Hof Method? We can override even death. Listen on the podcast Infamous. That's Infamous, playing now. 
Oh my God, Chelsea. Do you know what time it is? Uh, I'm going to guess it's time for What's in Cameron's Backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I like how long it took you to get there. It really I'll did. It's like, oh, 1.15 p.m. I knew that that's what was going on for you, and I found it charming. Um, I will also, today, I will be given by you a series of scenarios related to a life-threatening event today, high school, and I will have to explain how I'd survive. I've got a backpack full of items, which could help me have a great school year, but they've been packed by you, Chelsea, and you might actually be a mean girl. So, producer Chelsea, what am I up against and what's in my backpack? I love that it's a backpack this time because it makes sense. Yay! You're in high school. Okay, so in your backpack, you're in science class when the teacher breaks you up into lab partners. And great news, she's partnered you up with your crush. You're asking your crush, what does a meniscus mean again when you suddenly start to have explosive diarrhea? So here's what's in your backpack. A Starbucks gift card, meth, amphetamine, Uh huh. and a slug. Thank you for um, going further to describe what meth is. <laughs> Actually, Chelsea, this is the first time that you've given me a scenario that's fucking bunk. This doesn't make any sense. This would never happen. And I'll tell you why. I know what a meniscus is because I tore it in high school and had to have surgery, as you recall, had to be taken out of the rest of that soccer season and wear a leg immobilizer during the entirety of the summer where I had just turned 16. So Chelsea, First of all, it's rude that you'd bring that up, given how painful that time of my life was, um, both emotionally and physically. And um, number two, in error, <laughs> I can't go. I can't go. Well, uh, problem with that is I, there's two meanings for the word meniscus. It also means if you're looking at a beaker, it's like the bottom of the liquid and you measure based off of that. So you measure based <laughs> off of the meniscus, which is the lowest point. But you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> Number one, I do know what you're talking about. You're talking about like a, like a contact lens and how it's like... Yeah, yes, how it dips I know at the bottom and about. you measure Number from one, the bottom and that's a meniscus. <laughs> Number one, how dare you? Because that is... That's, that's how my science classes were like. And nobody was like measuring liquid through a beaker. Everybody was looking at my knee. <laughs> your broken knee. Okay, that's fine. We can pass. This is error, foul, <laughs> disqualified scenario. What's the next scenario? <laughs> scenario two. In this scenario, you live in Denver like I did, and your parents oh. are driving to the mountains for the weekend. So you decide to throw a party. Before you know it, there are hundreds of kids in your house. The cool kids are there, but the bad news is your parents call and say the roads are so bad that they're turning around. So you have about an hour until they get no. back, and if they catch you, they'll ground you right before prom. <gasps> so here's what you have in your backpack. A birdhouse, uh -huh. potato latkes, okay. and a bow tie. Oh, wow. Um, oh, this one is tough. I think it's the wait. What what time of year is this? Winter. Oh, right before prom. Oh wait, fuck. <sighs> fuck Winter. My, yeah, it doesn't yeah, make yeah, sense. Yeah. It's late. Late. Wait a minute, Chelsea. Excuse me. Error again. Double error. Wow. Okay. Double I wonder error. if you can even and get off one scenario today because I can't <gasps> believe I I didn't even mean to break your game but that time yeah i, I really did. outed myself i could have just said nothing 
Okay, disqualified again. Scenario number three. You're a star basketball player, but you also love to sing, and you were cast as the lead in the school musical. It turns out that the championship game is on opening night of the musical. How are you going to win the championship and not let the cast down and get into college with a scholarship and win back your crush? Oof. In your backpack, you've got a kaleidoscope, blueprints for the White House, and the Blarney Stone. Yeah, this is such a great, now here's the thing. I think this is actually meant to refer to High School Musical, which honestly I've never seen. But to me, I'm just gonna use the rules of glee here. And <laughs> I'm not even gonna use the actual way that that cast, I, it doesn't matter. Here's what matters to me. <laughs> Whatever her name is. Oh, I'm so humiliated, I can't remember her name. The woman who plays Brittany S. Pierce, on Glee. Oh, the blonde. Mm hmm Do you know how she got that job? Casting couch? No, I don't know. <laughs> Just... <laughs> Sorry, how did you get the job? <laughs> she was actually one of Beyonce's backup dancers during her single ladies era. And then she went to go ch train the cast of Glee and they liked her so much that they wrote her into the show and then she's in the rest of the thing. So look, honestly, I know that's not what this is about, but it feels <laughs> <laughs> like something that could happen in Glee. And I am pinning all my hopes on, oh, her name is Heather Morris. Oh, thank God. I am pinning all my hopes on, on Heather Morris and like a kaleidoscope, blueprints for the White House, the Blarney Stone. I don't know what to use, but as you know, Chelsea, I don't have to tell you that one of the major twists in the show Glee is that Heather Morris's character, Brittany, who has been supposedly stupid for the entire series, ends up being a math genius and getting a scholarship because of it. So if anybody can figure out how to get me out of this, it's that girl. Which actually I think is you. Hang on a second. <laughs> Blonde math genius that was a backup dancer for Beyonce? I <laughs> was a backup dancer for Beyonce. Wait, I've never done this before. Chelsea, what would you do in this situation? <laughs> um, I would use the blueprints for the White House to know exactly where to find Biden, like how to sneak in and talk to him. And I would ask him to change the date of the basketball game because he's the president they have to listen to him and then i'd win win back my crush get scholarship all of it why have i been doing any of this <laughs> <laughs> because i also wrote two scenarios that logistically were not possible so <laughs> well together uh... <laughs> we're making at least one of these make sense <laughs> That was our discussion on surviving high school. Up next, it's time for Thrive Survivor Take a Dive. Today, I will decide how certain celebrities would manage if they had to re-enroll in 10th grade. Before we sign off from today's episode, what am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Producer Chelsea is going to give me three celebrities in an ultimate survival scenario. I'll have to explain who will thrive, who will survive, who will take a dive. They were all picked, these names, from randomcelebritygenerator.com. Chelsea, who are my names? This week's names are Ulysses S. Grant, who, okay. to remind the listeners, 
was president and also was the leader of the Union Army during the Civil War. Uh huh. Similar person, Paula Abdul. <laughs> and then the last person is Nat King Cole. Wow. So this is who will thrive, who will survive, who will take a dive in high school. Right. Nat King Cole, great voice. That gets you somewhere in high school. Like, you'll survive. Yeah. You know, like, totally. you might not be the coolest person in high school. Like, sometimes you can be, sometimes you can't. You'll survive. Paula Abdul, she's a dancer. You will fucking thrive. Like, she sings That's true. and dances. She's going to thrive. It's really rough that the answer to who will take a dive is Ulysses S. Grant. President and leader of the Union <laughs> Army. But that is definitely, by high school rules, correct. Loser. Can survive war, cannot survive high school. Yeah. And that's how hard high school is. That is how hard high school is. Okay. What have we learned? Number one, you said the word cell phone, Chelsea, but you met iPhone in high school. But we had calculators that you just played this little worm game on, and that was our version of pornography. Um, what else <laughs> have we learned? Dylan is a member of one of the top two gay twin duos of all time. And in conclusion, Ulysses S. Grant. Sorry, baby, but high school is going to be rough for you. Now, would I survive high school or die trying? Come on. I mean... I crushed it in high school. Sorry to my boyfriends, by the way. <laughs> As a reminder, we'll be back every Wednesday with another episode of Survive or Die Trying. Survive or Die Trying is produced by Sony Music Entertainment. The executive producers are Jasmine Henley-Brown and Cameron Esposito. Our senior producer is Medina Parwana, but today, Daniel Jones-Wesley has filled in for her. Our producer for this episode is Chelsea Jacobson. Engineering is done by Sam Baer. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.